the Eagles take the crown off Derrick Henry and place it on Jalen Hurts. Will it be the MVP crown of the 2022 season? Jalen took another step in that direction today as the Eagles dominate at home against the Tennessee Titans. We're going to celebrate that as the Eagles go to 11-1, and we're also going to celebrate episode number 100 of Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you're listening to this program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff, episode 100. We are there, ladies and gentlemen. Eagles Nation, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Much appreciated. It's a reason to celebrate. And did you really think the Eagles would go out today and lose on my podcast 100th episode anniversary? Hell no. They went out there and kicked the Titans all over the field today at the link. And what am I going to do? And I'm going to I'm going to uh, share the these are not these are unlike that little crowd share I just had. These are going to be authentic sound effects. Hopefully this is close enough to the mic. We're going to crack open the good stuff here. As we celebrate episode 100 and the Eagles' 11th victory of the season, I'm going to do this pour right close to the mic. Let's see if you guys can hear it here. I got the ice ice in the glass, and here we go. Hopefully you guys heard that. What am I going to put down here as a celebration? Maybe it's a future sponsor. That'd be nice. Nothing better than a McAllen. Share your cask. And so with that, as as I start my 100th episode, thank you all for tuning in. I couldn't do it without you, so I'm going to raise my glass. Episode number 100 of Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff, and then we're going to dig into the show. So let me just take a little, little bit of this here. Okay. All right. Yes, we're at episode 100. Philadelphia Eagles talk with Jeff. And the Eagles go out tonight, or today, I should say, and uh, against a good team. And great teams make good teams look bad. And that's what we saw today um, against the Titans. Before I get started, because it is a special episode, number 100, that I started uh, about a year and a half ago now, almost. Wanted to thank you first, the audience, and fellow Eagles Nation, Eagle fans all over. Whether you've listened to this show once, whether you've listened to it every show along the way, or just here or there in between, or if this is your first listen ever to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff, I thank you 
for giving the time and really appreciate it. So, uh, like I said, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't have an audience. I'd be just talking to myself. So, thank you. Any of you could do me a favor and take a moment to follow the podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on. Just click that follow button. Uh, click that share button and send it to uh, you know a friend or two or an Eagles fan or two or whomever. Uh, really would appreciate it. Uh, you help build the show and we can continue to make it more and more successful as we move forward. So thank you all again. And thank you to my uh, podcast partners out there that uh, do make the podcast available. Uh, Amazon, uh, Apple, uh, Radio, Heart Radio, uh, Audible, and uh, I'm not sure if I got them all. Oh, Spotify. Is another one. So thank all those platforms for carrying my program. Really appreciate it. All right. So the Eagles go to 11 and one. We're going to talk about the divisional games uh, that uh, took place today as well. Um, as the commanders and, and giants uh, played each other and then Dallas played tonight. I'm going to touch on um, what happened to the 49ers today. Some big news there. So stay tuned for all that. So getting back to the Eagles game, started out with a – and keep in mind here, you know, I know what the final score was, 35-10. to 10. That was way off in my prediction. I'm not too far off in my predictions all that often, but this is one of those times where I was. Uh, although I did say, I put that caveat out there, that if there was a team that was going to score over 20, that it would be the Eagles. I did say that. However, you know, my prediction that uh, – this would be a relatively low-scoring close game. That did not come to fruition. I, I predicted a 17-13 to 13 win. And uh, the Eagles had, like, you know, blew by 17, you know, first half. So, uh, and it's one of those cases where I'm very glad to be wrong. And this was an impressive win. I was There's not much for me to complain about in this game. This might be the most complete game the Eagles have played this year. Because you got to throw in special teams who finally showed up for the entire season. They haven't had special teams look like this all season long. This is, you know, game 12. So nice of them to uh, wake up. And that was after disastrous special teams last week. So, uh, you know, uh, th that clearly looked like there was a focus. Uh, I think part of it also was that the kicker there, the punter for Tennessee, you know, I think he averaged like 54 yards a punt or something. He's got an insane leg. Kind of outkicked this coverage every time. I think that kind of aided some of Kobe's returns. But nevertheless, you got to take advantage of it. And uh, the Eagles special teams finally showed up today. So let's start at the opening drive. Eagles uh, lost the toss. The Titans deferred. Eagles get the ball first and drove right down the field. Uh, capped off by a, uh, I think it was like a 36-yard touchdown pass to uh Skinny Batman is 34 yards, actually, and uh, quickly took a 7 to nothing lead. Um, the Titans ended up tying the game up in their only touchdown of the game uh, to the guy that's ironically replacing A.J. Brown for the Titans, uh, Trayvon Verks, who had a really nice catch over the middle, 25-yard down the middle catch in the end zone, and then got absolutely tattooed by by Epps. 
Um, you know, I have a Titans fan that was saying, oh, it's a blatant head-to-head, and what a cheap shot that was. I mean, that wasn't a cheap shot. I basically am like, look, I totally defended Epps on that play. Yes, did he uh, make contact with the helmet, but you can definitely tell that Epps led with the shoulder, and the shoulder and the helmet kind of hit at the same time. So I have no problem with the penalty, the 15-yard flag there on that play, because, you know, the helmets didn't make contact. But to say that that was, you know, a cheap shot or an intentional head-to-head, absolutely not. I mean, Epps was just playing physical. And uh, I give uh, that guy Burks a lot of credit, not only for making that catch, but holding on to the ball because he did get popped. And unfortunately for the Titans, uh, had to leave the game uh, as he was down in the field for a while and then left the game under his own power and was out with a concussion. So uh, that's tough, tough comeback for that kid because I know he's been out for several weeks. Um, I think he returned last week, but he was out for uh, a few weeks there with an injury prior to this. And now he got concussed, you know, early on in, in this, uh, in this game. And you know, that game probably meant a lot to him too, because he know he was brought into the organization to replace AJ Brown, who the Eagles got. Uh, and uh, he definitely was showing up and unfortunately we we'll see anything more of him. And then once he was out of the game, I mean, the Titans, offense just had nothing because the Eagles were then could just concentrate on stopping Henry, which they did. Um, I do have the final stats. Let me take a peek at him. I don't think he had much more than 30 yards. Henry had 11 carries for 30 yards, 2.7 yards per carry. Let me just give a little round of applause, my own personal applause rather than the sound effects. I think I got that too, don't I? Let me see. Where's my applause? There we go. There we go. That's This goes out to the Eagles' defense today for stopping the King Henry. So good job by, there by the defense. I haven't used these sound effects when it's early on in my podcast launch of this program, so I figured it would be a little bit of nostalgia to go back and use some of my little quirky uh, <laughs> sound effects there that I haven't uh, really utilized ever since the first, I don't know, handful of episodes of Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff, which, by the way, many of those I've pulled down since because I've, you know, I've got limited space as far as storage space. So a lot of my earlier episodes, I, I'm always going to keep the first one on there just because, um, but uh, I'm starting to pull down several of the uh, early on episodes that are now well over a year old. So, uh, but uh, anyway, so King Henry gets, uh, you know, the Eagles Defense really did a great job on Henry. Jordan Davis did come back uh, today, and he had a you know something to do with it, I'm sure. But the defense in, in, in general just did not allow Henry any room whatsoever. Uh, and Jordan Davis, while he was in the game, uh, did leave. He kind of stumbled off a little bit, uh, limped off a little bit, came back into the game. So uh, I don't know what the number of plays that he was in. I don't know if this report gives me that. Uh, how many plays that he was in, I don't know. But um, it actually doesn't tell me the numbers. When I say plays, I mean snaps. doesn't actually tell me that. I was just trying to see if there was uh, – if I could find out how many snaps he was in. But uh, I don't see it. So um, I'm sure somebody will have the number of snaps. I don't, you know, he wasn't in there a lot, so um, – but uh, it was nice to see him back out there, nevertheless. So with all that being said, um, the Titans come back, tie the game with a wonderful catch by uh, Traylon Burks, who obviously is a talented kid. 
Uh, we hope his recovery there for the concussion is a quick one, and he's back out there hopefully next week. Um, but let's talk about Jalen Hurts, uh, and let's talk about just the Eagles in general and why this team is as good as they are and why this team is going to be a team that nobody is going to want to play in the playoffs. And not only because they're good. I mean, let's just, you know, because it's, they're so hard to stop. How do you stop this team? Last week, they put up almost 400 rushing yards. This week, they put up almost 400 passing yards. So within the consecutive weeks. Uh, and that's what I mean. This team is so versatile, and they can beat you any way they want. You want to shut down the pass? Focus on, you know, your defensive schemes and shutting down the pass? We'll gut you with the run. You want to, you know, bring everybody up and try to stuff the run? Jalen Hurts will light it up in through the air. Go ahead, pick your poison. That's why this team, I tell you, a lot of things to be excited about right now. Jalen Hurts made a huge step today with the MVP consideration. I mean, he's obviously a legit contender for the MVP race. And Pat Mahomes lost Cincinnati. So Mahomes now has three losses. Hertz went out there and just lit up a good defense. You know, I, I think they start they should start sounding the alarm more for Jalen Hurts from this point forward as MVP of the league. He was awesome today. You know, almost three touchdown passes of, of thirty five to forty yards. I mean, there was one that he just missed. I mean, he was caught, but it was just missed. You know, Brown was just you know, a couple inches stepped out of bounds there at the one, you know, at the one yard line just for the goal, the pylon there. Good call. You know, it was definitely, he's definitely stepped out of bounds. Another great pass though. My point is, you know, he could have easily had another, another, you know, long touchdown pass. Ended up hitting him in the next play anyway for 40 yards down the other side of the field for a touchdown. So, um, I mean, skinny Batman Smith had a great game. Both of the wide receivers went over 100 yards. So Devontae and A.J. Brown, you knew A.J. Brown was going to have a big game. You know, you kind of sensed it, and he did. Over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Could have easily had three if he was an inch more inbounds and not another one. But, uh, you know, A.J. Brown came up, came came ready to go, uh, which we knew. And that game, you know, he didn't let it done too much during the week. But after the game, he definitely had some pointed remarks towards the Titans organization and, and how he felt slighted and how much this game meant to him. So uh, a lot of times you'll get that type of truth come out after the game is not, not before the game when they're all the media is hounding him about, Hey, is this game mean any more to you? And they're not going to say that much during the week, but after the game, you might get some, some additional commentary. And, and uh, you know, he, he did kind of shed some more light on how he felt about this game. Um, so Jalen hurts just, I mean, again, just an awesome, performance and uh last week he ran all over the place you know and this week he threw all over the place i mean then you know these stats he left with like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter you know the eagles pulled him out and uh pulled a lot of their starters out but hurts today 29 and 39 for 380 yards three touchdowns quarterback rating of 130.3 just i mean any of you guys remember what he did last week on the ground i mean just he's he's it's unbelievable. It really is. He also had a rushing touchdown, so he had four touchdowns in the game total. 
Sanders, um, you know, they you know they have a great run defense, and he was bottled up today. So, which I which I kind of knew. He did score a touchdown though. So he's got his ninth touchdown of the year for those of you who said he can't score. Ninth touchdown running for Sanders. One of the few times where you you know you see him kind of shut down. He had ten carries for twenty four yards, two point four. So, um, you know, but uh, they didn't run him much, and they didn't need to. They clearly knew that the uh, Titans have a really good run defense, and decided to go out there and throw the ball today. And boy, did they! Tannehill was fourteen and twenty two for one hundred forty one yards. Did have the touchdown to Burks that I was talking about, ninety seven quarterback rating. And then again, the key stat: Derrick Henry. 11 carries, 30 yards, 2.7. His longest run, this is Henry we're talking about, his longest run of the afternoon was six yards. Outstanding job, defense. By the way, the punting average, remember I mentioned that guy punting? 57.3. He had seven punts for 401 yards. That dude's got a leg. Name is Stonehouse. My God. But look at this. Brandon Covey today. The guy that had been beaten on. Basically said that I'm done with. Well, you know I've had his back most of the year. Six punt returns for 105 yards. 17.5 average. 27 was as long. I mean, that is what I've been looking for out of that guy. So maybe this will, you know, get him going. Maybe it'll just get the special teams going. The coverage was good today, and Covey uh, had his first good game of the year uh, returning. So, outstanding job by the Eagles. Um, they just, you know, once Burks was out of the game, like I said, they just were able to even clamp down even more on Henry. They put a lot of pressure on Tannehill. was sacked six times in the game. So, you know, Josh Sweat had a huge game for Sweat. That was awesome to see him, you know, uh, break out today. Not the I shouldn't say break out for the season. Maybe I mean we know the ability that Sweat has, but uh, Edwards had a sack. Um, actually, I'm looking at the other team right now. So, so it looks like Jalen was sacked twice. Debris had a sack also, um, but Sweat had two sacks. Uh, Hargrave had another sack. I think that's his career high, by the way, for Hargrave. BG put a sack on, Fletcher Cox had a sack, and Reddick had a sack. So basically they all, everyone on the defensive line, uh, the starters anyway, all had sacks. Um, and just an impressive performance all the way around, offensively, defensively, and special teams. That's why I think, think that this is the most complete, uh, complete win of the season for the Eagles. Here in the background, I'm going to take another little swig of my McAllen here. If this was truly a live podcast, I would be saying, if those of you are just tuning in, it's my 100th episode. But uh, this will be a pre-recorded podcast, so uh, you guys can pretend you're listening to it live. How's that? All right, so... A.J. Brown, big day. We already talked, kind of talked about it. Run D, congratulations. Awesome. And Eagles dominated. Go to 11-1. and one. And, you know, this was more of a statement game, I think, in, in at least recent games. They have kind of been having a whole hem schedule, no big deal. But the league respects the Titans and that coaching staff and that team. And the Titans, 
uh, they don't get beat up like this. They just don't. Um, even their losses this year, they haven't been beat up bad. I mean, the Giants got that lucky win. I think it was week one or week two. Um, that was one of their losses. I don't know who the other three is. I don't, just don't have their schedule in front of me. But uh, the Titans are, you know, they're, oh, the Cincinnati game last week. They lost a close one to Cincinnati. So it's their second loss, and I forget the other two were. But point is, this team is a very good competitive team, respected throughout the league. And the Eagles just demolished them today. I mean, just demolished them. Elsewhere in the division, we know, and I didn't really talk about it. I meant to in the pregame for this game, but I didn't really, I touched on it, but I didn't really get into it much. The Giants and the Commanders played each other today in New York and ended up in a tie, a 20-20 to tie. Uh, I think that this tie hurts the Giants more than it does the Commanders. I think it was, and I'll give you two reasons. One, I think the game was more important for the Giants because they have a much harder schedule going forward. And secondly, they were the home team. And they also had the lead late. And, you know, Washington had a tie that game 20-20 late in the game. And then overtime, uh, you know, I didn't watch this game. I, I plan on actually watching it. Um, but uh, I did watch a little bit of the overtime. Um, but I think if you're a Giants fan, you got to be really disappointed with this tie. And I think if you're a Commanders fan, you never like to see a tie. But, you know, you probably should have lost that game or could have lost that game. So I think this game hurts the Giants more. And then Dallas uh, went out tonight and just destroyed the Colts, which I knew would happen. The Colts are just, you know, a horrible team. I mean, they, I wouldn't say they're a horrible team, but they got a, you know, a rookie coach who probably shouldn't be coaching. Matt Ryan, who can't even throw the ball anymore. Uh, otherwise, they have decent players in a team. But, you know, what What everyone and why we all despise the Cowboys is that they took a bad team tonight on national TV at home and ran up the score. And this is why people hate the Cowboys, because this is what you guys do. Uh, they leave their starters in to like until there's like a minute left in a game. And Mika Parsons out there still with like two minutes left to go, three minutes left to go in the game. All their offensive starters in the game late. And they were up like 40-something to, I don't know, 19 at the time. I mean, the game was way in hand. And they had all their starters out there. And they were running up the score. They ended up with 54 points or something like that. So this is why uh, you're not America's team. Or if you want to consider yourself America's team, you are America's team that we love to hate. Because you're a bunch of punks. And tonight proved it once again. So, you know, you want to run up the score at home against a hapless Colts team. And try to impress and pad your stats and make yourselves beat your chest. Yeah, go ahead. You can do it. But it's going to make it all more sweeter when you go another season without any shiny trophy. Um, the other news around the league, the 49ers, uh, had a big blow. They won against Miami today, but they lost their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, which if you remember this team in the beginning of the year where they didn't have Garoppolo, they were struggling. Most of their losses were when Jimmy missed the first part of the season with an injury 
And uh, now it looks like, well, I think the reports that I'm hearing is that he's done for the season and meaning that he's like done for the year, broke his foot. So I don't know if it's still uncertain if he's going to be able to make it back for the playoffs if they were to advance far. The word that I'm getting, at least initially here, he's definitely out for the regular season. And uh, I'm hearing that he might be out for good. Um, It's a tough injury. Uh, Broken foot. So we'll have to see. I mean, that 49ers team, I believe, and I've been telling my anybody I've been talking to uh, about the Eagles or football and you know NFC especially is to me the toughest team for the Eagles in the playoffs is the 49ers. That is a team that can uh, that can give the Eagles I think a lot of trouble. And not that I ever would root for anyone to get injured, but injuries happen in the league and this. This is uh this makes things very interesting for the Eagles. I think, you know, Dallas is obviously tough, but I don't know if any team's gonna come to Philadelphia and beat the Eagles. We already kicked the crap out of Dallas earlier this year against the, you know, in the at the link. I don't know what's gonna happen on Christmas Eve. I don't know how much that game's gonna really mean to the Eagles. Um uh, probably we'll still have to play it because the Vikings keep winning. So they have to obviously continue to win to, to retain that, you know, get the bye week, that all-important first-round bye, which is only given to the top team in each conference and the home field advantage throughout. So, although I do think the Eagles could go to Minnesota and beat them. Uh, not worried about Minnesota on the road. But you still would like to have them at home. And uh, so, you know, we'll see how it all breaks down. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but um, that was a big loss. That is a big loss for the 49ers. Let me see what they're going to do. They got some guy. I don't know. I've never heard of the guy that came in today, but they have like nobody there. So, you know, the trading deadline is over with. So uh, they can't trade for anybody because I'm thinking like, you know, could they put a call out to Nick Foles or some of these backup quarterbacks in the league and and get them in there? But uh, I think they can only get people off practice squads. Like, I don't think unless the team releases someone, then it goes to the waiver system where any team can grab, you know. But why would you do that to help another team? You know what I mean? Why would you release a guy like Foles or whatever, you know, for, so to give the 49ers a chance to get him? So there's no – the trading deadline's passed. So to me, I believe the only way that they could get another quarterback in there would be to, to pluck somebody off a practice squad. But, you know, which starting caliber quarterbacks are on a practice squad? And – or talk someone out of retirement would be, I guess, another scenario. But who's that going to be either? So I think the 49ers are in a serious bind. I don't know how much about this guy that came in today. Uh, he didn't look terrible from what I saw, but I didn't see much of it. But, you know, he's the third-string quarterback on that team because, you know, Trey Lance, as we know, was lost for the season early on. So I don't know. I don't know what to make about it. Uh, we're going to find out. I guess uh, as time goes on, if in fact Jimmy G is out for even the playoffs, and with a broken foot, I imagine he's you know, probably out for the playoffs. But I don't know. Um, but my understanding is he's definitely out for the regular for rest of the regular season. So that makes things a little bit more interesting for sure, because that was a team that really and and I guess you know 
depending on, on how they play with this other quarterback, you know, I think the 49ers could probably still, you know, hang in there. But I don't know, man. You need a quarterback in the playoffs. You really do. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that uh, transpires as we go forward. But, you know, we're going to just pay attention to ourselves and continue to to uh, to move forward. The next up for the Eagles is our first of two divisional battles with the dreaded New York Giants. Giants are the team that I hate the second most. That's Cowboys number one. Giants are number two. And I despise the Giants. I want the Eagles to absolutely put a foot in their ass this coming week. And I think the game's in New York. I think it's in New York. I think. Yeah, I believe I believe it is. Um, let's see if I can do a quick check on that. That game, ladies and gentlemen, is, yes, it's in New York. One o'clock on Sunday. Then they go to the Bears, which, you know, all they got to do is stop Fields from running all over the place and win that game. And then Christmas Eve at Dallas. And then they play the Saints, which they'll be motivated to win that game because, as we know, uh... As the Saints lose, the Eagles' draft pick, first-round pick, goes even higher. And then they finish the season against, again, the Giants at home, at the link. That game may or may not mean anything. But it may mean a lot to the Giants, depending on how they do. You know, they're, they're probably hoping that game means nothing to the Eagles. I don't even know if they can beat our backups anyway. But we'll see. I really want to kick the crap out of the Giants. I mean, I do. I do. So, I hope the Eagles left a little offense for them next week. Um, so, folks, we're at episode 100, man. And we're, we're going to continue going strong here. Uh, I, I thank you all, as always, for, for joining the program, for uh, listening. And I hope you get a lot out of this program. That's why you keep coming back. Really appreciate it. This is... A show that I put together as, uh, from a fan's perspective, talking to the fans. That's what it is. Just a conversation every week. And uh, I don't have, I don't work for the Eagles. I don't work for the media. And that's been the whole premise of this show from the beginning. And uh, as we continue to grow this platform, I'm glad to have you along for the ride. Till next time, folks. We'll talk about the Giants later this week as we preview that battle in New York. Until next time, thank you again. Episode 100, can you believe it, folks? Thank you again for tuning in. Eagles win 35-10 to in a dominant performance. And we move on to New York next week. Until then, take care, everyone. Appreciate you tuning in. Episode 101 later this week. See you then. Take care.